0: talk radio i'm so excited we've got a great guest for you today and i've been really looking forward to uh connecting with her again and and to to having a great time today because she is a multi-talented uh, author and she's working on a screenplay she's a songwriter she does product marketing she does children's literature she does all kinds of stuff and she's basically what we would call a content creator in all different manners and forms. And her name is Angela Orams and Orams, Orams, Orams. I told you.
1: <laughs> Orams. It's great. That's fine, Kevin. Thank so that,
0: you. <laughs> that, that is that is perfect. Welcome to the show. I'm glad you're here.
1: Thank you. It's great to be here.
0: We're going to have fun today because you've got a book coming out in the fall. That's going to be on Amazon and all over. It's a children's book. And what gave you the motivation to decide to write children's books?
1: Well, you know, Kevin, I have always been, I think, interested in creating things. Um, my first publication was in kindergarten. And um, they, had, they had a bunch of children uh, come up with stories. And then they were going to pick one story per grade. And publish it in a book. And so uh, my story was called My Day at the Beach. And it was this elaborate story of going to the beach and feeling the sand on my toes and the sun on my skin. And so they picked my story and then stories in other grades. And it was published in this book called Creative Minds. And uh, I had never been to the beach a day in my life. So. <laughs>
0: and you were not only that, you were in kindergarten.
1: I was in kindergarten and I was in Canada. Um, and it was probably cold that month, but, uh, yeah, I think I'd always just had this fascination of creating things. And so, uh, ever since then it was just stories and life.
0: Do you just think this stuff up or does it just come to
1: you? You know, I think both, a, a probably a combination of both, uh, and I think probably a lot of people who are who are writers or anyone who just likes to create it just kind of comes to you, or so, you'll have an experience, and then you'll just get an idea, and there's the well, what about or what if, and so.
0: Where's your best creative moments? Is it uh, at the in the middle of the night? when you're kind of half asleep, half awake, is it in the shower? Is it while you're driving? When do you feel like you get your most creative, uh, that's, uh, hits?
1: You know what I would say afternoon, evening, night, rarely in the morning, cause I think in the morning, my mind is still kind of like waking up processing the day. Um, but a lot of my thinking I do when I'm driving ah. and I listen to the radio. And then sometimes I just have like moments of silence where it's like, okay. And then a thought will come to me and it's like, ah, I'm driving. I can't write anything down. <laughs> <laughs> but surprisingly driving and especially especially when I'm driving and maybe it's just sitting in traffic and then I think that's where I do my most thinking. And I try to do it then because I think that's when it's easiest to want to be upset or frustrated because of traffic, but it's just relax your mind, tune into positive talk radio, right? Exactly. Listen to Kevin <laughs> and and just be inspired that way. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, have you ever been driving? See, I, I drove professionally for twelve years. I was a um, a bus driver. Right. And sometimes you'd get on the freeway and, and uh you're you're in your lane and traffic's light and your your bus is almost empty and, and so it's easy and and uh, you you're not stressed at all and, and suddenly it's like how the hell did I get here?
1: <laughs> has that ever has that ever happened to you? You know, it does. I am alert and unaware while it's happening. I'll note, <laughs> but I think I think sometimes when you do that, it takes away that ability to focus on like those little frustrations and your mind just goes. And then before you know it, yeah, you're at your destination. And it's like, Oh, that wasn't so bad. Yeah. You know? So definitely. how did I,
0: how did I get here for heaven's sakes? Because, exactly. you know, and it's almost like being in hypnosis <laughs> because your, your mind is relaxed right. and it, and I believe and tell me if, if this even comes close to anything that you might think, or you might think I'm nuts, yeah. But I, I honestly believe that uh, we get messages from other sources, from the divine, from music, from different places, and then we are, and they're given to us for us to use in in special ways.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I believe that 100%, um, I think. In particular to driving, it's funny because I, in the past couple of years, I haven't always been this way, but in the past couple of years, I've stopped trying to get angry when people do things in traffic. And I think people take whatever energy they have from the morning or from whatever is going on in their life. And then like, they bring it with you and then you bring it onto the road. And instead of, oh, this person's trying to signal to get into my lane, I'm not letting them in. No, I've been here. I'm not letting them in, right? And I'm
0: trying. Oh, I've never done that.
1: <laughs> and neither have I. But you, you, I'm trying now to be like you know what. Every now and then, I'm trying to get out of a, of a parking lot into the road, and somebody will stop, and I don't expect that person to stop, but they stop, and they took that time to stop, and it's like that. Oh, thank you, thank you. And I try to do that more. And I do that without expecting that person to acknowledge or to say thanks. And it's more of like an internal exercise, like a fun thing where it's like, okay, I don't know who this person is. I don't know where they're going. Hopefully not to rob a bank, but I don't know where they're going. And I am able to let this person in and I'm going to let them in because I know that this person needs to get in. And I know that when I'm in that situation, if somebody could just give me that moment, I appreciate it more, so it's kind of like a little game that I play with myself now, and I've never regretted letting a. Well, no, maybe not. Say, no, but <laughs> you know, it's that time you let that person in, and then you get the red light. But, but in those <laughs> moments, <laughs> but in those moments, I say there's a reason why I'm needing to pause here at this light, and it's either stopping me from something, or it's allowing me to do something. And so I try to look at it that way. And so I see traffic as like a fun game where it's like, okay, friend, I don't know who you are. You need to get in, get in. And hopefully when I need to get in, somebody else will let me in. Um,
0: one time I was, I was late and I, I abhor being late. I have to be on time. I have to be early. And I actually was early, but i in my mind, have you ever been, you know, like you're normally like 10 or 15 minutes early, And now you're not going to be 10 or 15 minutes early. So in my mind, I'm late. That's kind of a weird thing, but it's true. That's me. That's me too. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, and, And so I was in a hurry and I wanted to get to where I was going. And every light was red and it was like it took a while for the light to change I'd get to the next and it was red again and and i finally recognized that the reason that that was happening was i was trying somebody was trying to teach me patience yeah. but at the end at the end of the day none of it's going to matter because you're going to get where you need to go in the timing that you need to be there and as it turned out i got there just on 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 time and nobody had any idea that i was late and and rather than stressing out the entire time i should have just relaxed and so i ended up laughing at myself saying (laughs) what are you guys trying to teach me now
1: right
0: and just trying to teach me patience
1: right
0: so so and you use that time as a creative um outlet for you to create material and come up with
1: ideas i think that's yes. beautiful thank you thank you so much yeah um sneaky sophie and the are talking for this this my book here um this actually um was written a few years ago and during the pandemic i kind of brought it out like i will bring it out a little bit dabble with it put it away i'll be doing dishes and then i'll have another thought and then it's like, you'll remember it and then quickly write it down. And um, yeah, it's something that I think what I appreciate about it is that it wasn't something that just came right away and just flowed out, but it was a work in progress over years. And I think that the timing of it now, of course, asked me five years ago, it would have been like, no, it should have come out then. But um, <laughs> But I don't believe that it would be what it is now without those steps and the patience, as we talk about patience, (laughs) uh, that it took um, to get there. Um, And I I realized, I think, in time, Sophie, so can I talk about the book? Can I?
0: Of course you can. This is (laughs) your show. You can do anything you want to, Angela.
1: You're sweet. Thank you. Uh, So Sneaky Sophie is a little girl. She's kind of mischievous. um, But she realizes that whenever she loses a tooth, she gets a token from the token fairy. So the token fairy is not mom or dad. It's an actual fairy that flies into her room at night and puts a token under her pillow. So Sophie realizes that, hey, like, this is great. Like, I get something. And so she comes up with a scheme where she's like, what if I lost more teeth? What if I lost... What if I lost more teeth? So she writes notes to the token fairy about how her dog Oscar lost her other tooth and how she couldn't find another. So, so the honest token fairy keeps giving her tokens, and uh, everything works well until the token fairy runs out of tokens. And so I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave it at that. But <laughs> the in essence, um, the book is designed well. Hopefully, if you buy the book on Amazon uh, this fall, um, you'll see what Sophie does to rectify that, to solve that problem. Uh, But this book, actually, so I designed it, and it comes in a kit. So it's a boxed kit. And thank you. And then it comes with a little token fairy bag. It's like a little drawstring (laughs) bag. And it comes with two tokens. So... One of them is a little gold token, and it says one tooth on the front. And then on the back, it says, losing a tooth is worth the wait. This is a gift to celebrate. So whenever a child loses a tooth, that can be placed under their pillow. And then the other token is a gold, uh, or a sorry, a silver star. And on the back, it says, for thoughtful acts or kind words spoken, you have earned the special token. And so this token, even though I like the the gold tooth token but this token to me is meaningful a little more meaningful because children can be given this token when they've done something when they've thought outside of themselves and I think that um now more than ever <laughs> with pandemic and everything and us just heavy and us just being or sometimes feeling so isolated it's hard for us to think outside of ourselves so I wanted to create something where we could encourage children to think, you know, it's not always me, me, me. I know it feels like that even as adults. (laughs) We, (laughs) We have that me, 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 but sometimes when we have that strong, strong feeling of want, when you're able to think outside of yourself and do something for someone or say something for some to someone, um, you have that need fulfilled because it gives you that feeling of like, oh, that nice warm fuzzy you get where it's like huh, That felt good.
0: <laughs> that is absolutely brilliant
1: by the way. You're sweet. Thank you.
0: Because and the reason I say that is because that is a great way of helping kids recognize that it's not about them. And that and the, and when they do something nice for a playmate or the the pet or they do the dishes the way they were supposed to or clean their room or whatever and they get a they get a token and they go to bed at night and the token is there in the morning right. and they don't know how it got there
1: right
0: um that that is so it's not like a an, a a uh, thank you from mom and dad which you know if mom and dad may say that all the time and so they kind of discount it this comes from a source that they don't know who that is right that that is brilliant
1: you're so sweet thank
0: you that that's that, I, I i may be sweet but that's still brilliant I just have to tell you because it is um you know that the, the reward system that that we can use with children and even even young adults and, and, and people, everybody likes to be recognized for doing something right or doing something well and doing something good. Right. You know, so where'd you come up with this this whole idea? Did this just evolve over
1: time? You know, it's funny because I had always thought, well, I grew up, the funny thing is I grew up with Nigerian parents. And so all of my friends around me, whenever they would lose a tooth, they would get like money from the token fairy. They would put their tooth under their pillow. They'd get a quarter, a nickel, dime, whatever. And I would put my tooth under the pillow. And then like, I'd wake up and like, my tooth would still be there in the morning.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And and you'd get nothing.
1: And I would get nothing. And like I I don't know why I didn't stop. Like I would keep doing it, maybe hoping that one day. But then, (laughs) Um, so I think as an adult, I've just had that fascination with the token fairy, like this magical um, idea where, you know, you lose a tooth and it's like, oh, something to look forward to. And I thought it would be cool to have an extension of that. And I think that... Everyone's situation is different. My parents, you know, are culturally, we didn't know who the tooth care tooth fairy was, but I think often too, it's, you know, maybe a parent doesn't have, I don't have coins. I don't have money. I, I can't do this right now. And I think it would be cool to where it's like a universal, like, Hey, you get, you get a token. There's no price value to this. This is just, this is, this comes from somewhere else. And so I said, well, it would be cool to also add in another element where now it's just not you losing a tooth and getting something, but hey, I've done something. I think once once, hopefully the readers read the book, they'll understand the meaning of that silver token about earning, because it's not always me, 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 because Sneaky Sophie, you know, she has characteristics, a few characteristics of me when I was a child in terms of like that curiosity, I would hope that I wasn't a bad child, <laughs> but I think everyone has little bits of Sophie in them. And so in that childhood, oh, well, what happens if I get more and I get more? That reminder that, hey, you know, there are others. Because when we take and take and take and take, we might be affecting others. And so what can we do now to give and give and give yeah. and oh, the reward for giving actually is better than that reward from taking, I think.
0: Oh, I I couldn't agree more. And I I was just sitting here thinking, going, gosh, 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 there must be. So now what you, the next phase of this is you now can sell people a stack of tokens. You are on it, Kevin.
1: (laughs) Eventually. uh
0: a mom and dad can buy a box or some or like a dozen tokens or or like 20 or whatever's in a pack and then they can give it to their children by way of in the underneath the pillow at night for when they do something extraordinary during the day or something good for somebody else yes. and then they can save up their tokens and then they can turn them in for something that they can give to somebody else.
1: Kevin, you're a smart man. Well, and and also educators as well, because what I found is in the school systems, teachers are looking for ways to reward, not just individual students, but the class. And to say, hey, maybe as a class, maybe you earn, the class earns a token today. You guys did great. I'm going to put this in the bucket. And I think there's something to seeing, you know, oh, we did that. We did that together. And the big reward in the end, and they decide what the reward is, um, and it's and it's not exclusive to children. I've realized because adults can earn tokens too. <laughs> I, I, can
0: I can I tell you this quick story? Yes. When when I was a uh, the dining room manager at a hotel chain called the DoubleTree, you have probably heard of it. Yes, um, they had a we had a program where we they called it the Star program and it was steps to accent recognition Mm. and all the managers were given these tokens that they put in their pocket and as they wander around the uh, facility and and go and have lunch or whatever and if they see somebody um calling up a guest by name they would give them a token oh wonderful and that token was worth a buck and and so every time and then and then there was a prize for the one who got the most um because they were the star employee of the quarter um, uh, kind of thing i have i had happened to end up creating some some contests around that and so i became i was the star manager of the quarter
1: nice uh,
0: but but all what that did it taught employees that c- customers are not just an, an a, a face they've got a real name they they want to be recognized and and stuff like that. So I I'm all in with that. I I think that that's, that's a beautiful idea and the next the next thing is uh once a book comes out is then you can be able to sell online these uh these uh um tokens.
1: Yes. That's the hope and you know I love that example Kevin because and it's making me think as well that you know it's not just about so yes you're You have that encouragement to do well, but in that act of processing and doing the steps, it becomes habit and then it becomes second nature to where, yes, at first it was, okay, let me remember, I have to say this, or let me remember, I have to do this. But once it's innate in you, then it becomes natural and then it becomes just part of who you are. And then all of those things that you were doing that needed to be removed are just have fallen to the wayside.
0: Oh, you just gave me a a a wonderful idea. What do what you goodness? Let's let's have a little uh, um um uh. What do they call it? Spitballing thing here, because uh, <laughs> what I was thinking was that we could I could create a token uh, with positive talk and one act of kindness on the other side or something like that, and distribute those to people, and then if they saw an act of kindness, they gave them the token and then after if they if they acquire enough tokens then they can turn it in for a cash prize there you
1: go there you uh, and, go
0: and what that does is it teaches people uh, <laughs> i had to I had to laugh um, i taught my son well i taught him to open doors for girls and things like that and dates and stuff like that because i'm kind of old school that way and i used to do that for my wife all the time she expected it um, but but he has a new girlfriend. And so he went to open her door and she looked at me and looked at him and said, what are you doing? Uh, because it, she'd never had that experience right. of, of somebody actually treating her the way that she should have been treated.
1: Right. right. It's, it's amazing how it can change your behavior and change your actions. And so, you know, as what, what started is, okay, well, I, I want this reward. I want this token, but then it becomes, I want to do good. I want to better myself. And Oh, by the way, I feel great after doing it.
0: Exactly. And the token becomes only a measurement of the kindness that you are displaying. Yes. And, and that, that, that is just brilliant. I'm so glad I've had you on <laughs> Had you on the show because you that that is and, and and that's just brilliant
1: quite frankly Thank you.
0: and it can change it can change how kids and parents because and
1: parents you know i know
0: your your parents were from nigeria and they and they were more more worried about uh making sure that uh well, it's like it's like um there was a comic he was from kenya and i know several guys that i drove buses with is that were from kenya and the cultural differences are are kind of stark because he was in this comic he was on uh, america's got talent or something like that and he said you know in kenya um we look at body shape is completely different than you than you do here like here you want skinny and there you know if somebody's a little overweight we don't say why are you overweight we say where'd you get the food (laughs)
1: <laughs> mindset right
0: yeah so it's it's all simple mindset and and uh um but but teaching kids and people to be kind is is really really is a gift from god i think uh to, if you can teach people that that kindness is not something that you ought to go out of your way to do right. it's just your being that's who you are
1: right right absolutely absolutely it's,
0: See, and I get that from your energy and from your smile that you are a very kind person.
1: you sweet. Thank you. I hope so.
0: <laughs> well, you're you're working on it. you're working on it every day, and it's you know it's it's not one of those things where you can say, she wrote this book that's really really cool, and it's really about kindness and taking care of each other. But boy, is she a bitch! You know, it, it doesn't. It's... <laughs> those two things don't compute so you i'm sure that you have if you feel like that you have a responsibility now since you're an author and i got to ask you what made you um i know you had the idea for the book and you've been working on it for a while what made you what gave you the intestinal fortitude and perhaps the dollars that it takes to actually produce this
1: um you know i have always kind of been an entrepreneur and just trying to figure out how to do cool things. And I think that part of this was bootstrapping. I didn't have a big pocket of money, <laughs> you know, like, Hey, do this. But, um, but what I, I think with this particular project, it was a step-by-step. It still is a step-by-step. Um, where do you begin? The journey of a thousand miles, right? Begins with one step. And so it was, okay, well, what do I want to do? Okay. I want to write a children's book about this. So where do I start? Okay. I have to write (laughs) and then it has to be edited. Okay. And, and, and literally, and that's, and that was the journey. Um, And then I think because I wasn't competing with anybody and, and because it was my idea to do this, nobody was forcing me to do this. so the pressure was off and um, and it became okay if I really if I'm passionate about this, then I will do it and I will whatever it takes, whether it's one o'clock in the morning and I'm <laughs> you know scribbling out and erasing and tearing up, then then I'll do it and I'll get there and then you realize that what seemed like such a long journey and essentially you know was once you've done bit by bit, and step by step you close one thing and then it's like oh on to the next thing and then it becomes oh it's going to be available on Amazon and so it's i mean and still now it's like okay yeah it's happening this this is this is happening and and you're you're grateful but i think it it was the just don't stop right no one no one will no one will force you to do it but whatever you do don't stop and there'll be days where you're more motivated to do more. And there'll be days where you're like, ah, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Right. And there are days where you have self-doubt where you're like, what am I doing? <laughs> Who do I think I am? What I in think? My world? <laughs> and, and then you still have that thing in you where it's like, no, you need to do this. You said you were going to do this. You know why you're doing this. And I think those are the things in life that drive you to completion because you're not nobody's forcing you to do it it's coming from within and so it's that internal drive where it's like you just got to put one foot you know in front of the other
0: well and and not only did you want to write a children's book which you have done but you also put together an entire package that <laughs> that is now, do you have a manufacturer that's going to manufacture these million units when they come out?
1: They are in, they're being made overseas, and they're being shipped from overseas. And so they will, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's that, finding the right suppliers. And it's, I think, you know, you see all of these shows on TV, and you hear about all of these people who are successful. And I think what I appreciate most is when they tell you about the troubles that they've had. And they've told you about the times where like they had nothing or when their business was shut down. Because I think in those moments, when you've been down are the biggest opportunities for you to rise up. And, um, and I think that they're more meaningful when you can pull it out of yourself versus somebody saying, no, you have to do this. You know, of course, you'll have that friend who's slapping you like, get up. But I feel like you get up better when you're when you're able to pull yourself up and say okay okay i i gotta do this so
0: you know what that's called in my world it's called authentic grit i like that and what i mean by authentic grit is that you had an idea and you have a concept and you were not going to say you were not going to poo poo it. And you weren't going to say, no, it's a great idea, but I don't think I'm going to do this today. Or, or when you faced an obstacle, you overcame it and you continue to do that. And now it's going to be on Amazon. Okay. And that has to make you feel really, really positive.
1: Uh, it does. Uh, I think, I think there's something about that journey um, when you are doing it on your own. It's like, it's like anything that you create. It's like making a, making a, a special dish. Uh, you having a recipe and it's like, I, I had the all ingredients and I saw what it was supposed to look like in the picture. And then you rolled up your, <laughs> then you roll up your sleeves and then when you're done and you've put it on your plate, it's like, ah, like I did this. Nobody forced me to do it. I did it, and I did it on my end, and I didn't stop halfway through and say, I'm going to order takeout. I said, I'm going to finish this because I came with the idea to do it, and at no point did I say I'm going to stop, and when I overboiled the pasta or I underboiled it, maybe I, I didn't have any left, so I had to finish it, but you still made it. You did it, right? And so you're you're proud that at least you completed this dish. So
0: you did you and this dish that you've created is going to i think it's going to be big i think it's going to i I hope you sell a million units
1: from your lips to god's ears
0: (laughs) (laughs) because it it can really change some people's lives it can it can and it's beautifully done it's you're you're going to have Little boys and little girls are gonna go over to a friend's house and their friends are gonna have this and they're gonna say, Mom, dad, can I have that too?
1: <laughs> yes, yes, you can have that too.
0: <laughs> yes. I That's give funny. you I, I give you that. Just go to Amazon and you can download it and right. you can order it. Right. You know, and you the, know, the, yeah. Go ahead.
1: I, I I hope so. And this is one of those things where it's like you wish that it could just be free you wish that everyone could just have it. Right. You know, if I was in a position to do that, you know, of course everyone would have it. And, and that's, I think that was the other thing too. When, when you're now, now don't get me wrong. Everyone needs to make their money. Right. But when you're, when you're doing something and that money component is not the focus, then I think it just becomes like, it becomes that it just has to be done because it needs to be it needs to get out there and it needs to be in the classrooms to where children can feel better about themselves. And I think, especially today with all, I mean, with all of the negative news. So thank God for shows like Positive Talk Radio with, with all of the heavy that we hear. I mean, And even if you try for a little bit to just get a little bit, you know, you turn on the TV and it's like, I just need a little bit of positive. And it's like, Oh, it's pot. Oh no, it's not positive. Nope. I thought it was good. No, no. (laughs) So to have special shows like yours and to have special opportunities in life where it's like, I can hear something that removes me from negative and I can have something to hear where it's like, I feel good and that there is still good in this world, despite our surroundings and despite what we're going through by choice or not by choice, there's still good in this world. And I think that there are ways to overcome that negative when we have that positive. So however we're able to get it, listening to your show as often as you can, feeling that inspiration, and and I'm sure you've had millions of people tell you, oh, you know, Kevin, there was something that you said this one morning. I was thinking about this. My day was going bad. And then you said something and it just changed my day completely. We need more of that. In adults, we need more of that in children as well because it trickles down to the children, right? Because if the adults are having the bad day, who does it trickle down to? Go to your room. I don't want to hear it, you know? <laughs>
0: Well, I spent my life going to my room. <laughs> I, I mean, no, I'm not, you think I'm kidding? I, my my dad was a, an, an executive for Nordstrom, and um, I was a mouthy little kid, and I always asked questions, and I wanted to know why. And he wanted to say uh, children should be seen and not heard. And so if I was seen and heard, I ended up in my room. Oh, my. <laughs> and, and stuff. But, uh, you know, and y- your point is really well taken because – i tell you a story yes please in 2003 i had a desire to create a show like what i'm doing today and so i did that and the universe lined up so that my job was going to end i was able to negotiate for for um unemployment so i could do that for a while and then i bought time on a radio station two hours a day five days a week to put on positive talk radio and I was spending $2,000 a week to do that and the, in those dollars. Um, and But I thought I could sell enough advertising to be able to offset it and to make some money and stuff. And because I, that's what I really wanted to do. Did that for almost a year. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, at the end of that time, the station manager came to me and said, by the way, did, have you looked at your account receivable? You owe us $10,000. That's too bad because I don't have $10,000 to give you. And so he said, well, you're going to have to leave the show. And so that day, uh, I'm not sure if I told you this before or not, but but that day I um, um, had the last show and the phone lines filled up. And as a matter of fact, I did tell you this. I, I actually made you get a little teary eyed. You uh,
1: did. I'm like, please don't.
0: <laughs> and and so but when the lady from Bainbridge Island called and said that they, they listen to me every day because I could get through to her and her Alzheimer patient. That, that meant more to me than anything it's just like what you're going to do is there are people that you're going to impact in a positive way and you will never meet them and that's just okay um so, so you know you go forward 20 years and and i am able and the reason that show ended is because i really honestly ran out of money and ended up causing me a great deal of grief and stuff like that within with my family and stuff but now I'm able to do this again. I will not quit. I will not be denied. I will continue to do this as long as as long as long I can sit up and speak. I, I will continue to do this because I get, not only do I get the opportunity, but I get to present people like you to the world in a, in a place that you wouldn't have otherwise gotten and that I wouldn't have otherwise gotten as well. And it is so important that we in I don't know if you've noticed, but there's a lot of negativity and hate and fear out there right now, and right. and we need to promote anyone and everything that is positive and working together for the betterment of all, because we are literally all one, and and so that's 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 my mission, and that's why I love you. I want to have you on every day.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I love you too, Kevin. It I, it is so important what you're doing. It is so important and i give you kudos for the ability to push through that cloud of negativity and to be that light shining through and i know that every day that you speak you've touched lives and whether or not they're able to send that back to you or communicate it to you 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 are doing it and i believe that it is a gift it is a gift that you've been given, and it's a gift that you're giving. And and if it means you've changed somebody's day, week, month, year, life, then you've done. <laughs> so, so thank you for that, and thank you for having me. I mean, I'm so grateful.
0: Well, you, you. you are brilliant. You are you are simply brilliant, and you and you are coming at it from a really, really heart centered way. And what I mean, you know what I mean by that?
1: Explain. You could go.
0: <laughs> this is a project that's your passion and it comes from your heart. This is, you wanted to make a difference in children's lives. And you thought to yourself, how do I go about doing this? And piece by piece, brick by brick, you built this incredibly strong building that's going to be there for a very long time and you're going to be able to help people not only that but it's going to open doors for you that you have yet to imagine
1: thank you thank you so much
0: because you have a screenplay that you're working on and you've got (laughs) other stuff that you know that you're working on and you're a marketer and uh you you're just you're you're just amazing and i really appreciate uh, the time that you've taken uh, to be with us today because, you. and you and b- before November, and we talked about this before as well. Yes. Before, um Matter of fact, I want to have you on KKNW real soon, too. Okay. <laughs> um, Thank you. If, if you have the time. Of course. Of now, course. where are you, by the way?
1: I am in Los Angeles.
0: Oh, the City of <laughs> Angels, my, yes. one of my favorite places. Yes. Uh, okay, maybe not. Uh, but. <laughs> <laughs> what part of la are you are you, are you from
1: uh just northern like in the northern stretch of los angeles
0: yeah oh just south of uh beverly hills uh no oh just
1: uh... <laughs> more north oh okay more north I,
0: I love that. I love uh, um, the airports that I used to travel for a living. Ah. And, and so uh, I've been to all, you know, LAX and uh, John Wayne, which was one of my favorite airports. And also, uh, there's a couple of that are north, too. But any, any, man. So I'm glad that you are here. And uh, um, as a matter of fact, what are you doing Wednesday
1: at 4 o'clock? Wednesday at 4 o'clock. What would you like me to be doing it at Wednesday for? I, well,
0: let me double check to make sure that I don't talk out of turn, but I have a <laughs> um I do Wednesday afternoon on KKNW. Um and that is a live radio show in the Seattle market. Mm-hmm. And uh that's drive time. That's drive time is <laughs> and and uh, um I just so happen to have had a Late cancel cancellation, and if you're now that would be on the thirty first. If you're available, I would love to have you on that show.
1: Let me just verify through my schedule. I would love to. Let me just verify through my schedule, and then we can work it out.
0: Yes, and if you want to work through Lindsay to get that done, we can do that.
1: We'll do that. Thank you.
0: Very good. So, so yes, I I really I like to support people who are really genuinely honest to goodness following their heart following their passion and trying to make a difference in the world thank that's you. you
1: thank you so much thank you thank you kevin does that feel As, like you i i think so i i you know there's there are those times where people are like well this you've done this and you're like this and you're like oh. <laughs> i i i I genuinely do want goodness in this world and I want to help people. I think obviously, I think I grew up uh, also again with a Canadian background, you, you tend not to take compliments very well <laughs> but um, but I'm grateful for that and um, again I'm grateful for you and your show and, and what you're doing and your ability to bring people like me on uh, to share our viewpoints and how they coexist and collide and move with what you're doing so
0: exactly well you see the thing is um angela is that that we all have i believe that each of us came here with a a reason and a purpose and we all and then most of us bury our heads in work bury our heads in in our day-to-day existence and we put our dreams aside and we don't follow our heart and follow our dreams which is what we are here to do. Right. And so we end up having a, a life that's not it's not good for us or for our families or the people around. Um and it's just it's really a shame. And then I run into people like you and there's a gal I I need to tell you this story. Can I do this real quick? Yes. I just talked to a gal her name is Daisy Page. She's in Texas, and she has three kids, um, all in their early twenties. And five years ago, she was um, diagnosed with a terminal illness that is that is um, the typical lifespan is five to seven years after the after uh, things show up. And so, instead of going to bed and saying "woe is me," she wrote a book.
1: Oh, wonderful.
0: Now she's written a second book.
1: Oh, wonderful.
0: And the second book is about her journey to heaven because she thinks that she's going to be leaving the earth within the next, you know, 6 to 9 months. And she's a beautiful soul and she really wants to do something positive with her life even though she knows better than most of us that that uh, when her termination date is. Uh, I, I found it incredibly inspiring.
1: Absolutely. I mean, how moving it is to hear that when it's so easy, right? That's probably like the biggest excuse you can have in life. Like, I can be in a bad mood. I've been diagnosed with this. I have every right to be in this bad mood. And nobody would argue with that. But the ability to transcend and say, what can I do now? With what I have, and what can I give to people? Right, it's not the journey, in its end, but it's it's the journey on your way. What can I do on my way, given what I have and given what I've what I've learned? What can I now do? And so that is truly inspiring. I, I love it. Yeah. I wish her I wish her well. Oh, wonderful. So
0: I have to ask you, where did you come from? I mean, I know you came from Canada and your parents are from Nigeria, but where did the mindset that you have come from?
1: I think from above, I think from life experiences, I think talking to people like you, reading books, um, I think there's that one book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Yes. And there was the story about the man on the, I think he was on the bus and his children were running around being loud. And I think other people, on the author, Stephen Covey, was like, you know, most people would look at the man and say, well, why can't you train your children and have them sit down? And then he said that nobody on the bus realized that he was just coming back from the hospital that he just lost his wife and didn't know what to do was in that mindset. And I think reading books like that, where it's like, I am living my life with these eyes, with the experiences that I have. He or she is living their lives from their eyes, from the experiences that they have. So if I can accept that I don't understand necessarily that person's position, I might not agree with that person's position. I might not ever understand, but if I can accept that we are all here and we all go through the same emotions, we all go through discomfort, want, happiness, sadness, sorrow, joy, fun, pleasure. We all share those emotions. We are all people. And I think that once you go through those experiences, you just start to see the world differently. And um again, it goes back to that whole traffic, you know, like letting that person in. and again, you, there are those times where it's like, ah, red light after I left the person in. but I, I try to be positive, you know, because I, I do you do I think you you do feel good when you let that person in. Yes, because it's like, yeah, I did that. I was able to, I could and I did. And then there was that hope like I hope somebody will do that for me when I need it. And it might not be everybody, right? But it's funny because it almost takes all of the people who don't do it, it takes that one person who does, and you appreciate it so much more.
0: Right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Now, have you ever, on on the reverse, which the reverse is also true for all of us, is we've taken the time when we're in a bad mood, and we're not going to let that person in. I'm just going to, and, and I never, any time that I've ever done that, I always feel like a schmuck. <laughs> you know, because because now because now you didn't let him in. You thought you were going to go on. The traffic stopped in front of you, and now you are right in front of the uh, uh, right in front of the the uh, um, crosswalk where he is, where he was trying to get on, and he's sitting there looking at you. And you're like, "Why <laughs> do I feel stupid?" <laughs> because. Yes. You, you, that's happened to me. Has it happened
1: to you? It's, well, I, you know what? It's usually for me, it's usually the other way around where it's, and it's funny, these traffic conversations, but where it's like the person who cuts you off and they, you know, and you're like, what? and then you're like, where are you going? Why? And then like, not even 30 seconds later, you pass by them. And I, I, I try not to gloat. I'm not, I'm not a driving, glutter, but it's one of those. I, I, honestly believe there's so much karma in driving. I don't know why driving is like a main theme today, but I I honestly believe there's karma and there's so much energy that we carry in our little mobile vessels. And if we can just like, just have peace in your vessel, because we can't control what's in other people's vessels, right? But we can control what's in our own and people are going to do some not nice things and people are gonna cut you off and people are gonna honk at you and give you all sorts of gestures, whether they're warranted or not. But if you can keep, just say, I am in control of my vessel and the peace within, and I will not let anybody outside of this vessel (laughs) penetrate that. I don't know how, how did we get on this? <laughs> but it,
0: well, it's, it's a great metaphor. It's a wonderful discussion because, because one of the other things is, have you ever noticed that when somebody has irritated you on the road and so you pass them, you find it almost a necessity to look to see who they are? <laughs> it's kind of like, yeah, Well, wow. <laughs> Have you,
1: have you, have you ever done that? I have. I am trying not to
0: it do is, that as yes.
1: much. It's hard and it's hard. It is so hard. And I, what I realized in trying not to do that is part of that letting go. It's funny cause I tell my kids this, let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go. It's part of that whole, okay, it happened. You were a jerk to me and now I've passed you. But I'm letting it go. I'm not going to look in Because it's so easy to want to be like, yeah, you know, like, (laughs) yeah, I got you. (laughs) But I think it's that ability to, and it's a practice because I, I, it happened the other week I was with my sister driving it and somebody had, they were, the light had just turned and I was getting ready to turn left and he was honking, honking. It had just turned green arrow for me to go. And I imagine the person was late or in a rush, but I, I am, I don't see myself as somebody who delays or who's a slow driver and so the way the person was honking 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 and then drove around me and I think my sister said something because she'd noticed the trend over the past couple of years and I was talking about it and I was like what's this problem and this and that and she's like calm down she's like <laughs> let it go and I wanted to be like what do you mean calm down? <laughs> but I realized that because she had, she knew me to not do that anymore she was calling me out for allowing it to bug me, and so it was kind of like, ah, oh, you're you're mad for I'm mad that you're calling me out. So, so um, yeah, I think that I think that if we can control our energy, our positive energy in our vehicles, people we can't control other people. We never will, but sometimes we might rub off, maybe, right? yep
0: if you if you wait and uh, let somebody in hopefully they will think about that the next time they're in the exact situation yeah and so they'll 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 let somebody in and if we can change if we can you know we we have as we are one person in eight billion right. um and, and you're in my case we're two of eight billion and we can't change the world by ourselves but what we can do is to put positive information and positive things like your book out there that can help people. Um, and we can, that might encourage somebody else to write another book yes. um, and to do the same thing. And, and it'll grow by just, just because it has to, right. Just, it just will. It's like, it's like when you go into a dark room, you turn on the light, the darkness is gone.
1: Right. Right absolutely absolutely
0: so it i gotta tell you it's it, angela it has been my honor and i mean that sincerely oh, yeah. it has been my honor to interview you today
1: you're so sweet it has been an honor and a pleasure to be here with you thank you so much for having me
0: we ain't done yet i gotta tell you but uh um but what i'd like to do now is to i'm gonna set myself aside and i would like you to tell our audience the ones that are listening now and ones that will listen in the future anything that you would like them to know?
1: I would like you all to know that anything that you desire, anything that you want to achieve, you can do. And I I don't believe that there are any promises that it won't be difficult or that you'll have days where you're like, ah. But I think that if it's in you and you have the desire to do it, just start it. Just go and do it, start small and just go step by step at your own pace and before you know it you'll be able to achieve that which you wanted to do and I believe that with inspiration those resources slowly become available and and it could be a big goal but if you just take it in little pieces and little chunks and just get this chunk done and then start on the next one before you know it you'll you'll have completed whatever it is that you desire that you want to do.
0: I couldn't have said that better myself and I implore everybody. If it's in your heart to do something positive, to do something good for another human being, don't hesitate. Just do it. Even if it's just to say hello to the cashier that uh, is trying her best to get you, you out of there and it's taking a while and, and, and stuff like that. Just be nice. Just be caring. And uh, Angela, if somebody wants to get a hold of you, if somebody wants to like buy a billion of these uh, yes. uh, books, how do they do that?
1: Yes, please buy a billion books um, by contacting <laughs> me oh. at <laughs> the the token fairy at gmail.com. And I'm going to shamelessly show this book again. It's. Please sneaky sophie and the token fairy sorry it's not clear but sneaky sophie and the token fairy it's going to be available this fall on amazon in november so look out for it it makes a great gift for christmas a great gift for family members loved ones and adults as well
0: <laughs> and show the the uh, book or the the box the box set
1: so this is the box that it comes with so it talks about what's on what what it contains so it talks about having the hard book cover it comes with 30 tokens and then it comes with the token bag so here's the token fairy bag where you can keep the tokens and then it comes with two types of tokens there's one that's gold and then there's one that's silver sorry the light is shining on it um and then these are things that can be given to children One, if the child loses a tooth, and then two, if a child does a good deed, says kind words, does something inspiring, that child can be given a token. And so they can be collected, and they will be available in November. So,
0: And are there 15 of each?
1: There are going to be 25 of the silver ones and then five of the gold tokens, five of the tooth tokens.
0: You have even thought that through because nobody loses a lot more than five teeth at a time.
1: Yes. And if you have more children, you can buy more books.
0: (laughs) Uh, Well, you know, what's going to happen is uh, that you're going to have three or four kids in the family and they're going to want their own kid.
1: Of course. And I'm okay
0: with that. Absolutely. Well, yeah. And and, uh, the parents should be okay with that because this is a labor of love for you. But you also just as an aside, and you said this earlier, even though it's a labor of love, you deserve to get paid for your work. (laughs) that's an energy exchange
1: you're sweet i if if these honestly if these books were free to me they would be free to everyone so that's and that's how i feel about it so
0: yeah but there's got to be that's the one thing that 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 i of course i don't do this myself but there's got to be an energy exchange and sometimes that energy exchange is money Um, and you deserve you deserve to be able to do this so that you can continue to do it more and
1: Honestly, thank you, Kevin. And that's the thing. I think that just like you said, when you hear goodness and you're surrounded by positivity, it just grows. Positivity upon positivity, it just grows and it proliferates and encourages and then more and more and more and just everyone. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And by the way, it makes you a lot happier to be positive than to be
1: negative. 100%. 100%.
0: So, by the way, Angela's been with us, and thank you so much. Yeah, let's talk to Lindsay and talk about Wednesday. But, Sounds good. And that, that would be, by the way, if you're listening to this now, that would be on KKNW 1150 AM at 4 PM on Wednesday. And we'll have Angela back. Hopefully, we can work that out. And if not, she's going to come back another time. But uh, uh, I want to thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank it, you so it, much for having me, Kevin. It has
0: been awesomely more than my pleasure. So it's it's great fun. If you'll wait right there, I'll be right back. Thanks. Hey, thanks for enjoying this episode all the way to the end. Please give us a like and subscribe to this channel. This has been a production of PositiveTalkRadio.net. Please visit our website, oddly named PositiveTalkRadio.net, for more details about us and our mission, which is to provide great positive programming designed to inspire us all. I'm Kevin McDonald, and I'm proud of these shows, and I truly hope that you'll like them and share them with friends and family. So on behalf of our entire team, remember, be kind to one another because